your mama. Nate Doggy Dog. Big Dog Al. What's up? Happy birthday to Claire Molly. Thank you. Is it still Mr. Nate Doggy Dog? Uh, yeah, we went with Mr. Nate Doggy Dog in the official marriage document, which actually just arrived at uh, our home. The, the marriage document is in our, our possession, so it's a, there, I guess it's official. There's an absurd amount of little things like paperwork and stuff that I had no idea you had to do in order to get married. It's crazy. Well, I hope it's I did very, it all it's, right. I guess, yeah, you hope you do, but... Like we we were talking about the the like the marriage document the, the signature and everything with the state, and it it's I guess it's important you you want to be married in the state's eyes but it's it's like we would have been fine if we forgot that bit like if we didn't sign the state contract yeah and and we were only like there's no documentation and it was just like we were just got married by in the eyes of the church and and no other eyes it's like well. Because we thought we accidentally got married on Friday night at the reception at the I, rehearsal. I, I remember you guys looking at each other like, "Are we are we married?" And I was like, no, "Oops, tell me heads." Oops. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to get married. <laughs> sorry, father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess listeners should know I got married ten days ago. Oh yeah, man, man, it was great. It was good stuff. Uh, it was a nice wedding. It was good. Yeah, it was the greatest. T- it's been the greatest. I guess more than that, like 14 days I can ever remember. Starting from when you arrived in Texas and my parents arrived the same day, uh, the Wednesday before this wedding, through hanging out on the few days before the wedding and all the like hangouts we did and the hosting we did. Like we had a big party at her parents' house and then we had a rehearsal dinner and then the the wedding itself, that wedding day. I don't know, man. I'm I, I'm almost out of ways to describe like my feelings about it because it, other than it's just been the greatest 10 days i can ever remember I, I can ever imagine do you feel like you've been able to digest it pretty well by now um especially after the honeymoon and now coming back start getting back into real life i think so yeah we we had a good amount of time both like in in the on the plane back we had a day off from work both of us on monday of this week where we were just like folding clothes and doing laundry and you know tickling each other around the house and um and i got to do what was really important to me and this is like if you ever get married or anything it's important write stuff down like as it happens or quickly after it happens because there are so many little like things that were so like infinitely important at the time that just it just gets squeezed out um, so I had a lot of chance on, uh, the beach and, and whatnot to start writing things down. Although I'm still only on like day two of the honeymoon, uh, in terms of getting caught up on writing stuff down, but, but yeah, I, I'm getting there. I don't know. This morning, this morning, uh, I, I turned off my alarm and, and stayed another 30 minutes in bed just to cuddle. I mean, oh, that man. says it all. That says it yeah. all right there. Absolutely. that is one of the uh one of the things in marriage that definitely lives up to expectations is is the morning snuggles yeah it has so far Uh, i i don't know we we uh i don't know i don't know how much we want to just like talk about all of this like for example we i thought we would sleep in each other's arms 
And that has never happened. That has no, not happened. I, I warned you of that, Nate. I told you. I said you're going to make it like maybe 30 minutes in on the wedding night. Maybe it's so funny it. how quickly, how long you can cuddle in the morning, and it's like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. But then on the flip end, on the in the evening when you're actually going to bed, it's like, don't even touch me. Don't even look at me. You know, Get I'm going away from bed. me. Right? Yeah. It's, I, I like to sleep on my left side. And so initially I slept on the, okay, laying in bed facing up. Initially I slept on the right side of the bed. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, So that way I faced Claire while Mm -hmm. sleeping on my left side. But no, 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 no. We switched that up so that way I could have my own space. Because it's just like, it's sleepy time, it's sleepy time, you know? And you guys have a little queen size bed, don't you? Yeah, dude, you mm. the biggest bed ever. Did you tell Emily that Mark and I slept in it without you the night before your wedding? Well, yeah, I was just feeling like I wanted to spend a night in a bed alone, so I had the air mattress. And I actually slept right, Thomas, uh, my my wife's brother, was on the couch next to me, and I was on the air mattress, and it was kind of cool. We just were, oh, nice. were chatting. Uh, you guys were hey, all passed out, though. Do you, you remember what you did to whiskey. me that, the night before my wedding? Uh, yeah, well, I, I remember some stories. Sure. What are you talking about? I'm still so pissed at you. Here I am trying to get a decent night of sleep. I go to bed about midnight, which is a reasonable time for the night before your wedding. I'm freaking out of it. I'm so tired because we stayed out real late the night before. Oh, no. At like 2.30 in the morning, you're just pounding. There's like four or five of us in one room knocking on the door. 2.13. Alec, Clayton, you just like, I forgot my card. I'm like, go, no! <laughs> go to the front desk, you dirty bastard. You woke oh, me up. No. The part is, is no one else in the room got up but me to go let you know. Oh, that is, that is horrible. I actually don't remember that at all. Why? I don't remember that at all. Why was I you for sure? That? You for sure got back at like two thirty in the morning without a key card, pounding on the door, woke me up. Oh. I blame Austin. I blame the great city of Austin. That was actually Al. That was the night I met my wife. That was. That's right, man. <laughs> that was a hell of a night. That was a great day. I don't remember that. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I ruined your wedding, man. That, that's no. That's all right. That all turned out okay because you had a great wedding night, if I if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, it, it was okay. It was it was great to like two in the morning. Uh, this isn't about me, Nate, though. So uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I want to I want to go back to exactly two weeks ago uh, tonight. Wow, that's wild. About this time, your parents were rolling into the hotel. I spent uh, a decent amount of money to buy them all beers. Claire was not happy. No, she was fine with it. But uh, man. <laughs> That was uh, that was so much fun. Just like I, I wanted to talk with um, how special that was. That was probably the most quality time you and I have had since college. I feel like in a in a row like that, yeah. So Al Al came down on Wednesday evening, and I went and picked him up. His his aunt aunt in law. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Came and. Dropped you off at Whataburger, and and we started hanging out Wednesday evening. We went and spent time with my parents. Uh, I think, I think it was uh, proved time and again that uh, any small town resident or Kansan or Nebraskan or you know any any anyone who's not used to the big city after a long drive 
we'll only talk about traffic for about <laughs> half an hour to 45 minutes. That's, just That's all Mark Hoffman for. and Sue wanted to talk about. Well, so, you, so they get in town for my wedding. Golly, I couldn't believe the traffic we saw in Dallas. <laughs> and so, the way back, well, we might take a different route, man. They were so we might serious. Go, As we're all oh, sipping yeah, we might go a little farther east. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Al, thanks for the beer. Um, yeah, man, it was a good couple of days. We, I think Thursday morning, we might have played chess and gone for a run and like just, I don't know dinked around the house it was awesome and then we went shopping for a for a sport coat for me and and honestly that was that was the highlight of my uh my pre-wedding actual like venture was the sport cut shopping i felt like that was just such a silly thing to do like not silly but i mean like a a fun thing to do is what i mean yeah like we were just talking with the lady a blast you know what was her name she had a cool name was it uh Cirque du Soleil or something like Cirque, that wasn't it Cirque, Soleil? Soleil Soleil nice yeah. good memory yeah 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 she was cool and and I needed that sport coat I, I wore it actually down uh at the honeymoon um so it yeah, came baby. in clutch but yeah, the um dude yeah just spending uh that much quality time I don't know I, I think that was really important in the preparation for the wedding because there was so much I don't know there's a lot of pressure of like you have to enjoy all of this and in like saturday you know saturday is the day that's the biggest day of your mm-hmm. life or whatever so it was nice to just to be with my best friend and, and hanging out um in such a casual way with no like stakes with no like this is going to be the best thursday of your life it was yeah. Like, yeah we're just hanging out in a way that yeah. we haven't done in, in forever so yeah, yeah it was it was awesome it was, it was the best way i can imagine to to spend those first few days and then I don't know, man. The 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 hosting that the Eichelbergers did, and then we got I got to do it my place and stuff with my folks, and just a perfect experience. I don't know. I, I again, I'm out of words to say other than it was the best thing I can imagine. I yeah, couldn't have yeah. pictured anything better. So I had a handful of, of, of thoughts and questions for I guess. Um, one of my uh, questions was, as you've been digesting here, do you feel like you? Um, did you ask Jesus or did you feel like you um, received like a, a special grace either throughout the week or Saturday or on the honeymoon, anything like in particular from the sacrament that you've seen like manifest either in your relationship or in your own heart? As I see Emily's shadow walk by. Yeah, that was shadow? Emily's. That was Emily's shadow. Yeah, it's not uh, another like what, <laughs> what else is it going to be? That was Emily. We're talking she about demons, Nate. We're talking about demons. Uh, no, no, it's just Emily. Okay um golly great question no i i think um we experienced uh peace in in a way of, of um where one might think that like there's a lot of pressure of like this is your lifelong this is what you're i don't know the world might say stuck with um and i never felt that at all throughout the um wedding ex- experience but i kept uh the whole time you know the the weeks before the wedding you get all these cards in the mail and in the and gifts and then that's like a g-i-f-s or g-i-f-t-s yeah both people are just sending us uh animated things that loop no like we got a ton of bowls and stuff from pottery barn really real nice stuff you know pottery Um, barn's good stuff yeah emily this is a separate thought but emily is really teaching me what the term homemaker means Mm. like you know what i mean like i always thought that was just a fancy way to say housewife 
but it is yeah. a technical and precise way it's to beautiful. say. So this is her uh, job of making this home. So she's really, but um, so we're, we're we're receiving things, and then when when you all came to town and all my friends came to town, uh, we were receiving love in a way that I hadn't done in you know your whole life. You you don't receive love that in that much of a concrete way ever. It's never as uh, I don't know blatant, especially for a Midwest. A Midwest man, like no one is ever uh, just so blunt about like, man, I love you. And the night before our wedding, we had a great whiskey circle where all my best friends told me how much they loved me in, in very concrete and specific ways. And I, I'm just sitting there and in all these different ways, I'm receiving all this on the wedding day. I'm receiving love. And I tried to express it at the wedding. I don't know if I, I got it across, but I did feel like I was being taught how to receive love, um, and shown and shown that uh, uh, you know what receptive love looks like. Emily and I both, but then our job, our, my job as a man and, and, and husband and father, uh, and then our job as as a, as a married couple is now to go give love, like be the mm. uh, giver of love. Um, so I don't know. There's some something Trinitarian there of of like uh, of the the two different uh, the father and the son thing, and um, where okay here you get to be the son for a while, but uh, but it's not your your final role, and then you you get you get filled up, but remember that it's it's only ever to give back. You know what I mean? Like it's completely yes. appropriate to receive right now, and. Now, th- that took like a special grace to be able to receive because I'm not, yeah. you're not used to receiving like that. But yeah, so starting now, man, it's just like, okay, I, I empty myself. That's, that's the whole goal is like, there's no one, well, people are still like congratulating me. And I, I'm, I'm sure at some point someone will congratulate me for the last time because, because that you just aren't congratulated on getting married a year after you get married. Right. You're like, it, it just yeah. stops. And, and at some point you're, you're not celebrated anymore, but that's fine because you got built up and you know it's your job to to give back i don't know yeah. absolutely that's that's beautiful because that's what i felt like um i could totally relate to that and um for me on my wedding day it was a it was it was almost uncomfortable to receive so much you're just like everyone's watching you everyone's looking at you people have traveled from all over the country to be there just to watch you uh, to witness this, to witness this beautiful sacrament, the ceremony, it's, it's hard. It is, it is tough. So that's a, that's an amazing grace. Really great to hear. Um, can we, can we talk about your mask, man? It was, uh, for me, I, I know I've shared with you personally, um, and, and I can share over this too, but, um, yeah, what was, what was the mask like for you guys? Well, I, I, I wasn't was, expecting I it was incredibly but um yeah i just wanted to hear yeah. from like your own personal experience how how great yeah it was. you know we we took we were really wanted that to be uh the case and actually i'll speak on the uh the, we had a holy hour the day before which was also beautiful the church was mm-hmm. just um you know our best friends can, and, and real quick can i can i uh, interrupt though you know what freaked the heck out of me during your holy hour is jesus moves at saint anthony of padua literally jesus moves six actually like shakes back and forth and it was freaking me out the whole holy hour that's you ever the power that? of our prayer yeah <sighs> yeah i i wonder how many churches are true the thing is about texas is they aren't joking about their air conditioning they crank <laughs> I, that they uh, crank so that it, bitch 
Yeah. I, I forgot so it, to tell Gomer about that. I was uh, That was one of the things I was looking forward to making a joke about in front of him. So. I bet he wouldn't have even got it because I've stopped noticing it after he, just one year. But he's been there for his whole life. So Dude, I, we don't even see out. it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought the Holy Hour was awesome. It was so cool to lead a rosary with um, the groomsmen. Um, and we we wanted the the Mass to be uh, special and, and beautiful. So we had, you know, my brother uh, was the celebrant, and then we had some of our good friends through the years who were the con-celebrants. And the um, we took care with the music. We definitely wanted the music to be, uh, you know, hand-selected by us. And, and oh, the music it, was, it was awesome. Freaking amazing yeah shout out to josh blakesley and and company it was it was really something else Homely we got was some... fine, but the music was great almost was fine forgettable actually i did think it's ironic that you know on the day of my wedding and and ever since then the the for a guy who's a middle child and then oldest brother is a priest uh the comp the thing i've heard most is boy your brother did a great job <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah he sure did yeah <laughs> he definitely did do a good job. Um, That's funny. So yeah, my brother did the homily. It was very exactly what we what we needed. It was a good mix of being built up and sent out, and also just funny and and good stories from my mm-hmm. my life and then our our relationship. And I don't know, man. I was not expecting to be kneeling in front of the altar. I don't know why I thought we would be farther away, but we were right in front of the altar for the Eucharistic prayer, and. uh just to be like so close to the to that sacrifice and and to hear hear you know my body given up for you, um, and then to receive with Emily first first receiving the blood of Christ for the first time in, in a long long time. Oh wow, yeah, it's um, true. I guess I have not received the blood of Christ since COVID. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we received that and yeah yeah I don't know it was. Um, um, it was unforgettable to be so close to the to the actual sacrifice up there on the altar, you know, um, and and to see all of our friends. That's the other thing I think we did well with our friends. Uh, we always have, or I'm proud of my I'm proud of my my best friends and all of the friends who came to the wedding and all my friends who didn't come to the wedding too. You know, you know, if you couldn't come, I'm still proud of you. But but like everyone was there praying and singing, and they're there whether they were Catholic or not, they were praying for our you know lifelong sanctity and, and, and our marriage, uh, and they were all on board with it. Um, so yeah, again, I feel like I'm just talking in circles because I, I was so beautiful. It was so overwhelmingly mm-hmm. beautiful. A buddy of mine actually who works at the church recorded it. Uh, and so we have the, the tape we can go out, we can go rewatch it and we rewatched the homily and listen to the music again and, uh, and improve for next time. Yeah, yeah, just to take notes, um, check the tape. You're like I wouldn't have, wouldn't have done that. Emily's hand on my face during the first kiss. I mean, we would have, we could have tweaked that up. <laughs> yeah, man, it was. Uh, that, that's what was it like from your perspective? All good? Oh gosh, man, I, I've I've got to share this with Nate already, but for everyone listening, it was. Um, I, I entered. So I think what was extra special for me was getting to spend so much time with Nate leading up to the wedding. Um, it was it's it was pretty rare. I even like I think my brother's wedding. So I don't think I got there until Thursday. But I kind of got Nate all to myself like Wednesday night through like Thursday afternoon, which is pretty freaking awesome. And then um, when I left Lincoln, it had been a a really rough couple of months. Like um, I'd say 
August, September, and then like halfway through October were two of the the most difficult months of my life. Quite honestly, you know, Claire's been really sick with our new baby coming. School has been uh, an absolute nightmare. Just been really, really insane. Really, really difficult. I did pass my boards. I don't know if I got to tell you. Woo! I didn't know that. Holy cow. Congratulations. I was waiting to tell you. Yeah. Uh, So I got the email uh, like first thing Monday morning. Oh, man. It was such like such a relief. I, uh. So I took the boards the Friday before I, I, I went down to, to Houston. So we fly down and I just like honestly felt like this weight had lifted, even just leaving Lincoln it was so wonderful. And then as the week kept going, I, I honestly felt like I was like on a retreat down there with you. And then everything culminated in the mass and it was so beautiful. Honestly, I sobbed like, like uncontrollably uncontrollably during your communion it was the music was so beautiful it was just so much emotion and and like weight that i that that jesus lifted off off of me you know especially oh come to the altar Uh, when that came on you know come to the altar my arms are open wide i just felt like god's arms wrapping themselves around me through you too it was such an immense amount of love and the spirit moving i could feel during your your mass so i yeah i just want to thank you for your amazing like this mass was truly like a ah man such a beautiful witness of god's love like between you two bursting forth it was wow such a freaking incredible i mean i cried when you uh when emily walked down the altar and then during the vows a little bit but during communion i was just like uncontrollably like just uh, sobbing and sobbing and sobbing it was so man. amazing well praise god thanks for sharing alan and uh i don't know it's 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 i think a mark of of marriage that this uh well it is about you it is about us but to 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 be something for others i think i'm so glad you had that 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 experience i i i know of at least one other mom from wichita who came down who who needed the this weekend and she was also sort of filled up by um by all the love you know not just it's our our in me and emily's love for sure but like our parents love and the the love like there it was just a love-filled uh weekend and not to not just ours but the the love that got us there and everything so to, to be filled up by that and that's what a wedding is all about right you you get to get filled up and, and drew said it the next morning we had mass at uh on sunday morning at the hotel so emily and i got up from the hoodie from our you know hotel room bed at um and we, we got up at like 10 and or nine or 10 and got back over to the hotel for brunch and for mass actually and drew's homily was all about go forth you know because mm. you've been filled up and now it's time to go home and yeah to use what you've yeah, been baby. filled up with um so um yeah it's cool it's a it's a it was a little difficult to i don't know concentrate on on a terrible lot amount during the mass after after emily walked down the aisle <laughs> and, and her dad and i was crying like a baby i didn't <laughs> cry a ton for the rest of the mass because i was like out of tears um and I'm yeah I, I couldn't I couldn't believe how hard I was how much how hard I was crying when I saw those two when it yeah. and, and her dad because she looked unbelievable like I more beautiful than I could ever imagine and then her dad's the look on her dad's face was so proud and so her dad was amazing all weekend oh Mitch man so proud Mitch, what a guy so I would marry him if I could 
Yeah, I wish he was still on the table, but um, yeah, like, yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a cool family. Uh, yikes. Um, he treated us well. Like him hot tubbing with us on he Thursday did. night was, that was, was just so wild. Okay, so I got a funny question, and I don't know if you uh, you know exactly how to answer this, but what was the the best dumb or silly thing that happened throughout the wedding week? Doesn't have to be even wedding related, but yeah, like what was the best or like funniest? silliest moment from the wedding week uh okay so the, the, i don't know if this is the very best but this i got a video of this so I, and i thought this was so funny because is jake schwint a good friend of ours uh from wichita um who well two things about jake one jake apparently went to our favorite band's concert the night before the wedding yeah uh, lord here on in dallas lord here on in, and, in and fort he worth told yeah. me, he told me that he stayed after the concert for like an hour and a half waiting for the band to come out. And then he talked to the lead singer and he said, look, I'll give you a thousand dollars to come to my friend's wedding tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. I did not hear this. And the lead singer of Lord Huron was like, no, <laughs> just uh, we make more money than that now. We're, we're not. Jake so not tell me that. Yeah, apparently he uh, put it on the table and Lord Huron's doing well enough to not have to do stuff like that. So. But then, as Dude, we're that's leaving, a hell of a friend. That's a hell of a yeah, friend. Yeah, I know. I know. I was. I couldn't believe it. Um, oh, and then so then as we're leaving, there's you know we're going through the sparkler train um, to go to our our little uh, car to to leave, and I got hit in the face with a sparkler, like <laughs> almost in the eye. It could have been disastrous. Mikey Johnson, if you're listening, I you owe me uh, because I could have been blinded. I had a scar Mikey on my Johnson, face. Mikey Johnson, you're half an asshole. I had a, actually a pretty badass scar on my face half the honeymoon. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Emily, Emily loved it. Um, but then I saw Jake again, and uh, <laughs> and I don't know. You know how guys get sometimes. They're offering all kinds of advice, but I, he didn't. I, I'm walking past him, and and he just goes, "Hey," and I look at him. He goes. Lower the shoulder, baby. Lower the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, let's go. Um, I don't even know that what that means. <laughs> that is funny. I actually have a great Jake moment as well. We got to make sure we send this to him. But so Jake and my dad have this like really funny relationship. You know, my, Jake is basically like one of my dad's like extra sons because we grew up like since preschool. He's been at my house all the time. And this one time, Jake had had a lot to drink, shows up at Jose Peppers and pays for mine and my dad's and our whole family's meal. So it's always been this running joke between Jake and my dad of like, he like tries, always tries to, um, you know, kind of one up my dad and generosity kind of thing. And so after the wedding, me, my parents, Jake Sam and I and oh and Sean all the six of us squeeze into my my parents like five passenger Ford Ford Edge so we're like four of us do sweaty dudes squeezed in together and of course we make a trip to Whataburger so we go and everyone's ordering things and it's like a 50 60 dollar tab for for just Whataburger and Jake orders last and he whispers to me watch this and he starts pulling out his credit card to pay and my dad's like what the hell are you doing and they're like almost about to fight each other about who was gonna pay for watch this yeah i love i love that that's great it was, it was there's a lot of stuff like that i don't know i can't i cannot think of uh every single moment but i know i had hilarious little moments with everyone like drinking 
I don't know, Nancy's. I I, I instructed the I bartenders how to out create on Nancy's. Nancy's. I, I so that was great. That. I don't know, seeing Father Gale do the worm. That was trippy. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, Can we talk about the uh, the extra old fashioned bar that you had with the little fire going underneath the uh, uh, the glasses? That was that was really dope. Yeah, that was, that was a smoked old, ever a smoked old fashioned bar. Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's good to know. What do you think was the uh, the hardest thing from the week or or the wedding day itself? Most difficult, hardest. I don't. I don't know how you want to. I guess word that. Yeah, it was uh, difficult to uh, stomach not talking to people very long. Like my old friend Ben Dryling came down. Travis Holbrook. I know he had trouble getting there and, and back from Washington D.C. And I barely talked to them. I think I took a picture with both of them, and that was it. And there's so many people that you're just like, uh, yeah, I didn't get to talk to you. And I guess when you think about other people's weddings that you go to, you don't really expect to sit down with the groom for a ton of time. But it was just hard to get that out of your head that you're expected to give everyone a good time yeah. and, and to perform, basically. But um, So that was a little, a, a little bit uh, difficult, but... Yeah, uh, I, I, honestly, that I stopped thinking that way pretty quick into the reception and just started having fun. It was great. It, it was really fun to be able to – it was like almost being a camp counselor. You remember being a camp counselor, Alec, where yeah. you could – you're just like the, the king of the camp, and you could go around with all these little kids, and you'd, you'd swing by them and say, hey, hey – don't uh, don't slip into soap, huh? And they'd say, "Oh, that's the funniest thing I've ever thing heard." I've ever heard. <laughs> and so similar in that you could go, you could just walk through groups and 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 slip in and say something, and they would be like, "The groom, the groom said something, and it was funny." Oh my god! He talked to me. He talked I touched to me. his sweat. It really felt that way that I was like such a low standard for jokes and for dancing, even dancing. Like I, I've never felt like such a good dancer, even though I didn't do anything different. But everyone was like, "Oh, the groom! The groom is dancing!" Unless the bride was out there, then the bride—it was the bride that was dancing, not the yeah, groom, totally. which was totally justified. Hey, how's uh, how's Monica doing? A little speaking of dancing, torn MCL. Yeah, I think and more oh maybe like all of the things that could be torn. You, ACL. Uh, you think- I'm, I'm yeah. It was our fault, Al. You know, it was our fault. So, uh, so later in the night, of course, Nate and I. It'd been a, it'd been a while since we had relinquished our, uh, our dance move together. We go out and dance. It was, it was the hottest it's ever been. It felt good. Yeah, truly. Like dusting off a good book, and it, and it hit even harder. Yeah, still got all the, all the, the slaps. So we um, we slide off the dance floor and and Monica and Emily slide on and she literally tore her AC to live up to us. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I I hope you're yeah. okay. It's just your, it's your thoughts and prayers. Um. So actually, Al, this is maybe a good question for you as a biologist. Uh, she has already torn her ACL, so that makes her more likely. Uh, she's a woman. I believe that makes her more likely. A woman who was given birth makes her more likely. I don't know about this the birth is, thing, but is that true? Oh, I've heard that. This is what I'm asking you. Yeah, I've heard that the women who give birth, it's like more likely. And then she was on her period. And <sighs> I've heard that that's part of it. That actually plays a factor. <laughs> the perfect storm. I don't storm. know if it's true. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> it sounds true. It feels true. It's like, oh, 
Her lady business was going on. You know what happens. <laughs> Where'd you, you hear about the happens? period? Where'd you hear about the period thing? I don't. I don't know. I think. I feel like it was Malcolm Gladwell. I think. Oh, I think it's like insane. in some podcast like Malcolm that. Gladwell <laughs> like, talking about. Yeah, that. factual. Uh, ladies on their period are ten percent more likely to tear an ACL or other knee joint. I definitely know that. I don't it's know. Or and if you are a, a woman, I, I do know that those two things are true. <laughs> well, poor, that. poor stinking Monica. So yeah, yeah. really, I'm the victim because now Emily is going to go visit her for two days and I will be <sighs> wifeless. I'll be yeah. wifeless. We'll be going back to 14 days ago, man. Dang, I'm sorry. You can come visit me. Um, Actually, I need to catch up on succession. So uh, I'm fine. Uh, so I should watch that. Great show. The most, some of the most creative insults I've ever heard on a television show, and a okay. fascinating look into very wealthy uh, people. Yeah, nice. All right, is it on HBO? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you another question. Oh, okay. Can I? Can I just? Can I just tell best man duties? You know, for anyone. Talk I- about it, Al. Al was a great best man. A great best man speech. He came down early. He hung out. That was the. That was what I wanted out of a best man. Just a. To, to be with me it was awesome great best so, man job thank you i appreciate it it means a lot i uh I, it was also very nerve-wracking so i you know i was excited i guess both my brothers asked each other to be best man and um i was very very honored very excited i figured this day i figured that day was coming for like probably since october of last year and i didn't propose since december so i honestly had probably written and, and I think I said this during the whiskey circle, no joke. I had like been taking notes or like writing down ideas for the speech for, for a year. So I'd really like been brainstorming. And my one, like the one thing that was causing me anxiousness or nervousness the day of the wedding was that I would somehow detour from my like, it, it was like, um, I don't know. Did you watch the, uh, the Loki, uh, the Loki? Deviance? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I would accidentally deviate in one of like yep. 100 different speeches yeah, that I had sense. come up with the day of. And so I was like, no, 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 I'm going from here to here to here to here. Uh, but everything went well. I, I think I only deviated one time on accident. Um, but man, best man duties are tough though. Like uh, trying to be helpful with like, being on time, cleaning stuff up. And um, I, uh, I famously forgot the rings. Thankfully yeah. not while we were on the altar. Man. I don't know if you heard the story about how I realized it, but it was honestly like top. I can't I can't imagine. A, I don't know if there's <laughs> ever been a moment in my life that I've been more afraid or scared. Uh, I remember before the um, before the soap scrimmage was the only time I can compare it in basketball. So it was like the scrimmage between JV and varsity or like the two varsity teams. I remember I was like grabbing a quick snack or something from my dad, like probably 15, 20 minutes before the soap scrimmage was going to start. And Lonnie Lawler, coach Lawler was up there right next to the concession stand looks at me and goes, Alec, what the hell are you doing up here? Go get ready. And I was like, uh, I, I'm just grabbing a snack coach. I, I just got to put my shoes on. <laughs> I was so scared. This is like honestly only second to that. We had just gotten back from the uh, the venue. It was like 135, and the venue to the church was I don't know, maybe 15 minute drive. It's 135, and I was telling Brian like how much fun it's been, like just hanging out with you. But I was like, man, best man duties are kind of scary. Like I'm nervous for the speech. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I look at Brian and I grabbed him by the throat just as I did Thomas <laughs> during the match. No, I didn't grab my throat. But I honestly was like, I just yelled the F word. I forgot the rings. <laughs> so Brian, Hank, and I are panicking. We're like, oh, frick, there's no way we have time to drive back to the venue and get back here. It's a 15-minute drive tops. Like, call Chris. Grab Nate's phone. Call Chris. We immediately grab Chris. Call Chris. I, like, leave Brian in charge of it. Chris was, like, just pulling out of the venue. We, like, give him the description of where the rings were. And he has to go and look in, like, all five different, like, accessory bags. Finally finds the rings. It comes in. And, man. Oh, those- oh my gosh. And the ring showed up at like 157 as we're like lighting up. <laughs> no way. I don't know if you knew that. Holy cow. No, I didn't. I put it out of because you told me you forgot them and it was being handled. And I was like, okay, it's being handled. So I'll, I'll I know. stop. I shouldn't even told it. you. I, I felt like, do you remember when Chris walked up to you the, like a few hours before? Yeah. We're putting out a fire. But yeah, I think everything's going to work out. That was like the worst thing you could possibly say to the groom or the bride the day of the wedding. You were putting out a fire, dude. I can't. I is so funny when uh, I realized you had, yeah, literally the the top best man job is to remember the rings on the altar. Yeah, and, and, uh, dude, it was freaking yeah. hard though. It was like they needed them one place, and they, they just did. Set they them needed down. them for the photos, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, silly gooses. We actually saw a photo of you know why they had the rings there early, and the photo looks great. It was, was it good. Okay. All right. Looks Dude, great. you know what I think was like the the best um, like low key play of the day was Luke Peter getting Chipotle delivered to the venue. Dude, so always like yeah, dude. sandwiches or something. I felt I did like feel like my groomsmen did an incredible job of groomsmening. Sometimes the groomsmen is like the best man does the stuff, and the groomsmen just like hang out, get drunk, yeah. do their thing. But like Brian taking my phone and taking a bunch of pictures, Pete. Uh, Luke Peter came in so clutch with those Chipotle's just mm-hmm. took charge and was like, I'm not even asking you what you want. We're getting Chipotle and we're yeah. going to have these varieties and, and they're going to be there. I was Thomas, so full. Cause that's always the worst thing is being. Super yes, you were full. We had food in our full. stomach. Yeah. Thomas ran around and did a bunch of stuff. Although he forgot half the stuff cause he was hanging out <laughs> with his girlfriend. That's fine. That's okay. He's 18. But Sophie's so um, cute. You know, Sophie is so cute. And then Hank, Hank's main job as the bet, as the groomsman was cause I accidentally, when I introduced him to my great aunt, I was so flustered cause I couldn't remember my great aunt's name that I, <laughs> I said, Hank, this is my Hank, my best man. I mean, my groomsman. And so Hank, Hank turned and looked at me and said, it's it's happening. I am. I will be the best man. And so the whole weekend, you I don't know if you noticed, he kept on trying to do like best man things, and he scoot scoot closer to me in photos and like I do the first that. toast and stuff like I that. I do remember that. That was so funny. And so it begins. Oh man, that yeah. was fun. And so it Dude, did you? Uh, one of the things, one of the images from Saturday that I can't get out of my head was, did you see Hank's like? lingerie straps around his legs that hold his t-shirt underneath his shirt yeah such a good piece of undergarment yeah i gotta it give needs me to some be in every male's undergarments i don't know it works so well yeah it's it's such a brilliant idea it's like why haven't we your shirt tucked in yeah yeah that's like the worst part about wearing a tux or uh, some sort of fancy dress shirt is is that the undershirts is gonna get crinkled up man 
Yeah. That was so funny. It was just great. Yeah, seeing Hank's pants around his ankles and seeing that. Yeah, um, that was lovely. That was lovely. Great venue. The only, yeah, I don't know. The whole night was great. Emily's big complaint was that Mark Stodler's uh, daughter, Caroline, my goddaughter, uh, who was the ring or the flower girl, she she loved Emily so much that she wanted to be held the entire night by Emily. So <laughs> she kept on she kept on like finding Emily and told me now. That is so <laughs> and, freaking cute. And man. I was like, I, I would like to dance at some point. But Get away uh, from Car- me. Caroline Caroline and uh, uh, the other flower girl, um, Lucy, did fantastic. Your son did fantastic as the ring bearer. Yeah. And it must be said, the other ring bearer just, he dropped the ball. And it'll show, I mean, it'll show on his resume. It'll show on, you know, his permanent The video has record. The video will speak. I can't wait to watch the video with you someday of Paul just sticking his thumb in his mouth and walking that wandering down the altar. So good. By himself. So good. Proud of him, man. He did great. Yeah, good for Paul. Here's the Paul. I think your dad could have done just as well. He could have, yeah. Or better. Or maybe more better, yeah. Nate, man, I love you. Uh, we we owe this pod. Uh, we dedicate this to uh, to Josie, soon to be Josie Peter, as well as Lance. Wow. They, they both requested pre-wedding pods, but it didn't happen. Um, I feel bad. It was, it was a hectic week. It was. It was really hectic. But Yeah, uh, there's a lot going on. So here's the post-wedding pod. I Beautiful. cannot wait for Josie and Luke's wedding. Gosh, Coming it's going to be It's going to be a rager. Yeah. Um, give me a Wichita. It's going to be fun. Uh, but I love you, Nate. Glad the uh, the wedding went well. Glad you're married. Glad the honeymoon mm. was awesome possum. It was amazing. Okay. Great. You're I just, recommend Costa staring Rica. staring at you. No, no. I'll tell you one story from Costa Rica. Um, well, two stories from Costa Rica. The first story, we jet skied on the ocean. I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, jet skiing on jet skiing in general is the greatest thing you can possibly do so with your body as an incarnate human. But to jet ski on the ocean with waves and cliffs and sea turtles, un- unreal. I fully recommend it. Yeah, wow, that's awesome, man. The second thing is we met a couple uh, on our honeymoon in Costa Rica who also got married on the, you know the same day. And so we got to hang out with them all week. It was so cool to to like to do our thing during the day for breakfast and then meet up for you know for the pool in the afternoon and then go have dinner and then you know hey let's go meet up for a, a show or something and and we got to like swap stories and I don't know it, it was a it was really cool they were very similar to us but they also they were they uh, spoke Spanish fluently so they were able to meet some locals um and they they got along with uh the people they met on the beach really well they would take they would take drives places with these with the the people on the beach and on saturday they invited us they met a guy who was going to take them to mass so they invited us to come with and so the four of us and this local dude got in this guy's car and drove 20 minutes uh into into costa rica away from the hotel and safety into you know a foreign country to his parish and we went to mass with him. We met his brother. He took us to a restaurant that he loved. Uh, he recommended like certain fish and, and whatnot. And then he took us out to a bar afterwards. And we were just like living Costa Rican life with this uh, with a local Costa Rican, you know, who, who grew up, who mm-hmm. didn't grow up there, but uh, had lived there for for many years. But it was so cool to go to mass in Costa Rica in a in a real 
town, you know, not a not a tourist town, but a a, a real church, and and to um, you know spend time with uh, with folks who who you know lived the, the culture. I don't know. It was such a cool kind of. It was the, that was this. I think the last night of the honeymoon, but. Uh, a great last night of the honeymoon to to yeah, hey man, you yeah. dirty dog. Anyways. That's great. That was great. Loved it. Wow. So, in essence, marriage is good. Big fan. Yeah, big fan of marriage. Recommend cool. it. Al, thanks for being a great best man. Yeah. You're the best you're, man. You're very welcome. All right, I love you, Nate. You have a great night. Okay. Love you, brother. Yeah. See you soon. Bye. Real with you.